0: Welcome to Two Guys in a Wedding, a podcast where we. Oh fucking Jesus! (laughs) Welcome to Two Guys in a Wedding, a podcast where we prepare ourselves for an upcoming wedding using the only educational materials we need: movies.
1: I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. Hey, Chris. I'm fresh from a beach date. I'm feeling romantic as fuck right now. I beach want to talk date, yeah all right. that's right beach date I'm sure there's going to be feet in sand be, feet in sand beach and sand feet in sand No feet no feet in sand There were there were feet in sand yes feet in um, sand Both of our feet w- laid bare I was like okay let's let's get intimate I'm going to show you my feet you show me yours and then she Whoa. promptly left the date and then I just uh, oh. you know walked on the beach alone But um good times good times I'm feeling romantic and I there's nothing more that I that I want to do than record this podcast right now so let's get this over with all right, <laughs> let's get this
0: over with. Today we watched Maid of Honor. Now, compared to last week or last episode or whatever, uh, Maid of Honor is a much more active movie. A ton of crazy stuff happening. Also, a lot more to be drawn as a wedding guest, I feel like, too. Because this has a lot of like weird Scottish traditions, which I didn't even bother to look up to see if any of them were accurate or true. It's uh, Destination Wedding.
1: And uh, this one's this one's a little bit more about the boys. I dare you know even I mean? say, though, Chris, this is almost more about wedding planning than even the wedding planner. They're-
0: oh yeah, they go into far more detail about planning this <laughs> wedding. And the maid of honor is down there in the trenches, helping plan this wedding. He's,
1: learn- he's learning from just like ground floor. He needs to educate himself on how to basically do an entire wedding himself. A wedding planner would have been useful in this in this fucking scenario, but
0: yeah, no wedding planner anywhere to be seen. It's
1: all up to the maid of honor, which is our beloved Patrick Dempsey, Mr. McDreamy himself. Okay, so the movie opens up. Cornell, 1998. Okay. whoa, from so far in the past, zero from second zero. I am so into this movie because what do they do to establish that it's the 90s and it's cool and there's a party going on? Fucking Smash Mouth, walking in the sun, immediately starts playing, and I'm just in. I'm just Smash like, Mouth, Smash Mouth. That's all I need. There's a
0: guy dressed up as Bill Clinton.
1: Uh, oh God, don't. Oh man.
0: I know. There's the Monica and Bill Clinton jokes. Oh, so funny. It comes full circle, too.
1: It comes full circle. They don't let it go. In in
0: a very forced way. They force (laughs) that circle to close so hard.
1: So, yeah, the Cornell University, uh, our beloved McDreamy is dressed up as Bill Clinton, and he's on the prowl.
0: He's on the prowl. He goes to a dorm, which has the key left on top of the uh, the door. That's going to be important for later. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's all the, the little details. It's just blimping you'll frame, miss it,
1: but it's there.
0: Every frame is just has so much going on in it. So dense. And he opens it up. He uh, takes all of his clothes off. Hops into bed with who he thinks is the woman he's supposed to meet. Oh god! But really, it's not <laughs> at all. It's a complete stranger.
1: It's Michelle Monaghan, as a matter of fact.
0: She freaks out, and, and this is the beginning where uh, this sort of I guess Patrick Dempsey's a fuck boy. More of a heartthrob. You know, he's a heartthrob because he's honest. His whole thing is that he's honest with people. So he's more of just like a playboy. Mm -hmm. And they kick off their friendship where she doesn't want to sleep with him, but he's kind of into her or whatever. He's into her honesty.
1: And she's into his honesty back and forth.
0: Right. And then we we cut to 10 years later. All right, which is, you know, now this is uh, 2008.
1: Which, by the way, did they do some, like, fucking Marvel-ass de-aging on Patrick Dempsey? Because he does look a little bit, he does look younger a little bit.
0: So they're friends for 10 years, and she he, like, has all these rules where he's sleeping around with people. And he's like, I can't spend two days in a row with you. I can't get breakfast with you or whatever. Some bullshit set of rules so that he doesn't get emotionally involved with people. Meanwhile, he's getting emotionally
1: attached with uh, Michelle Monaghan. Well, I I, th- I think it's important to note that he's always been emotionally attached to Michelle at Monaghan. But it's just these series of events that makes him realize this, the degree of that attachment is the thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And she has to go to Scotland for six weeks. And instantly she leaves for Scotland. Then he goes, oh, my God, I, I miss her. This is, I made a huge mistake.
1: <laughs> he's never. Yeah. The past 10 years have been a huge mistake.
0: Yeah, she's like never left his side for ten years that he's never realized that he was like into her. It's like crazy. Like they've what they spend like every weekend together.
1: Yeah, about so. I mean, he does have some lines with his guy friends, old b- guy buddies in New York playing basketball. Oh, we love it. But he, he does specifically say he knows their dynamic and understands that it's not uh, an emotional relationship. or It is an emotional relationship, but not a physical one. But he does like that is the thing. He likes sleeping around with other women and likes having an emotional connection with Michelle Monaghan. Um, so I think to a certain degree, he understands his, his position with her. But it is only once she is gone for six weeks that I think, yes, you're right. He goes through like a montage of trying to do things with uh, his dates um, we'll hold on, hold do on. with Michelle Monaghan? That doesn't work out
0: before we get to that. Let's let's backpedal because we're already missing a few things. We're already missing uh,
1: a horrible blowjob joke in the first like 10 seconds of the movie. Did you notice this?
0: The where she's like making the paint like she's refurbishing the painting.
1: What the fuck was that?
0: I yeah. It, when she was, she's like refurbishing the painting and she's like right at crotch level of this this guy in the yeah, painting. Yeah, it pans
1: down from a, a a painting of a naked guy and she's down refurbishing the painting, his crotch area, and she's gesticulating her head up and down. And the yeah, music, she's like bobbing her head. The music yeah. literally cues up like, mm. like what the fuck is this movie? They yeah, never like do. Joke- they never do that kind of joke again. They it never do. Play well it at doesn't all. it doesn't play well and it's weirdly out of place with the rest of the humor of the movie. Not that it's that great to be honest from this point, but like it's not that same <laughs> degree of like I thought there was just going to be blowjob jokes coming from her like left and right after that. But it never comes back. What the hell? No,
0: never. All right, so then we cut to uh him meeting with Michelle Monahan and then to the first eight uh the first wedding of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's th- there's three weddings in this movie. <laughs> the raccoons. Multiple but before we,
1: before we get to that, um, I do want to mention first, there's just many, many scenes of him luxuriously driving across New York, which I'm sure is a very hard place to drive. He just cutting in between lanes as he pleases indiscriminately, He's pulls, a bad up boy. To, pulls up to a Starbucks, perfect parking spot, just there for for the taking. Does it establish here, because later in the movie, they do mention this a little bit, but I don't think they ever explicitly say he created the coffee cozy.
0: Yeah, those heat protectors around coffee cups, like the disposable ones. Yes. That's what he that's what he made, the coffee collar. They never now,
1: expressly say that he invented it. Like he's in the college scene that I just reviewed, they he does say I'm in, I'm inventing something like that or something like that, but I thought that was like a joke.
0: Well, here's what's kind of funny about that. He says he's going to invent this like the the coffee collar, which is not what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh the coffee collar to put around uh, cups to protect it or whatever. The year is 1998. The coffee collar—it's never thing been. Done. he's referring to didn't exist. Was, was, pat- was patented in 1995, <laughs> and invented in 1991. This—the writer of this movie literally missed the boat by three. Like this is, already exists. <laughs> like he, they, he, he couldn't have picked any other bad.
1: invention. I don't know. Maybe maybe the dates were close enough, and he's like, well, they can't be actually like 33. That's way too old. They gotta be like 28 or 30. I guess, yeah. They're too old. The audience won't relate to them. George Lucas wrote this movie, by the way. Little no fact.
0: George Lucas, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the screenwriter. Uh,
1: written by George frame Lucas. frame has so much going on.
0: So, that's, they just established that's why he's like super wealthy as he invented this thing. So but most his- of the
1: movie, I didn't pick up on that though. So I thought like, does he have a job? Why is he super? Oh, is it because his dad's rich? And then towards the end, they finally say like, why don't you go invent another dumb thing? And then I'm like, oh wait, yeah, he t- he's tried to make a move on like this girl by flirting with an old lady at the coffee place. I'm like, that's right. He did invent the coffee cozy.
0: His dad is also really wealthy. So it's weird that they double down on that where it's like, he had this really weird invention That made him millions and millions of dollars. But then his dad's also wealthy. Like, why not just have him be, like, a spoiled kid or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah, everybody's super rich in this movie, by the way. Yeah. Fantastically rich.
0: First wedding is his dad's wedding. He's getting married for, like, the sixth time. He just, like, gets married to these young women and then gets divorced, like, pretty right away, I guess. Is the whole vibe of that guy's life. (laughs) And um, they establish in that wedding scene that they like to share desserts and Michelle Monaghan, she, Oh, you always ordered the better dessert. And she's like, well, yeah, but you always ordered chocolate. And they very cliche and place. very
1: cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also it's really stupid. Cause it's like, that's wedding cake. Nobody, neither of you ordered that.
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> like, they ordered it at the bar, by the way, they're getting served it at the bar.
0: Yeah, somebody bought these wedding cakes and they served it to you at the bar. Nobody ordered anything. Nobody had a good order Maybe,
1: here. Maybe l- let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Patrick Dempsey, like, because he loves cake, and so does Michelle Monaghan, and he recommended his father to get a certain flavor of cake for his wedding cake. Perhaps.
0: Wait, and Michelle Monaghan was like, uh, and make sure you get the lemon cake too <laughs> for yeah, this wedding. Yeah, two giant, I'm not...
1: very rit- ritzy over there. Uh, yeah, th- this k- sequence does establish w- temporarily one of my favorite characters or character bits in the. In this movie, which are the two lawyers talking about the prenup um, beforehand because they're just taking their fucking job so seriously. This lawyer is on the phone minutes before the wedding, establishing prenup conditions, working as hard as he can for his client, the groom. And I just was full of respect for, for these two lawyers.
0: Now, I, I don't know the details about these things, really, but I'm pretty sure that you they're gonna have to like sign all the pa- like the marriage license and all the paperwork and stuff after the ceremony. The ceremony isn't like legally binding or anything. So it's funny that they're doing that right beforehand. Like we got to get this done last minute because the instant they say I do, it's
1: the law. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> well, you know, Chris, we don't live in the state of New York. We're not familiar with the municipal uh, litigations over there. It could, You're right. It could, it could be, you know, the old West. Who knows? I feel like a fool. I feel yeah. like a
0: fool. Who knows what's going on over there in the wedding scene? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's established this pre or whatever. They do this wedding. Uh, Mick Dreamy dances with her. She She's into him, and he is just, like, completely unaware of it. Uh, Another woman shows up at this wedding who's, like, obsessed with Patrick Dempsey.
1: Never see her again. We thought she was going to be, like, a character um, who is obsessed with him. That's correct. She is literally a stalker. She has a blog about him. Everybody laughs about this, but this should be taken seriously. This
0: should be taken very (laughs) seriously. Michelle Monaghan, a total asshole, just throws him under the bus being like, look, this should be a very weird, like, worrying stalker situation, but I'm going to make light of it and make her kind of more obsessed with you.
1: (laughs) This person walked into this wedding, presumably uninvited, With a full gown and everything to try to, I don't know, kill him, steal his organs, create some type of uh, insane ritual with his dead body. Who knows? Take his
0: skin off, put it on her face, walk around in front of the mirror, act like she's McDreamy. I (laughs) I feel like she – in terms of Playboy movie protagonists, like rom-com protagonists – He's maybe the most clear-cut of, like, I don't think he... Like, maybe he's immature, and maybe he should, like, open himself up to romantic love or whatever. But he's, like, super forward, very honest. Like, I, there's very few things to fault him for, but the movie insists he's an asshole for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, he's not lying to anybody. He's, like, insane. It, uh, frankly, he's way too... Honest and forward. If anything, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. establishing these boundaries and ground rules that people should really respect. <laughs> like if he establishes a boundary, why is everyone shitting on him for that? It's it's so various
1: weird. boundaries too. He's like, hey, listen, I do have these things about my life that I want and what I expect from this interaction together. Good for him. You know. Yeah, if you're
0: not comfortable with that. That's fine. We go our separate ways.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Good. Oh, God. Patrick Dempsey, the true hero that this uh, story needs. But yeah, we never see that stalker character again. I thought she was going to be like, you know, comic relief. Um, Nope. No. And
0: then the other thing that's established at this first wedding, too, is he's like, what am I going to say to my dad? Like, he's getting married for the sixth time. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, Michelle Monaghan says, if you think somebody's making a mistake, but you want to support them, you say, uh, I'm happy. You're happy. That's yeah, what you something say like that. I'm happy which you're happy. I'm, I'm happy if you're happy, which he does say to, to his dad. And he, I mean, he's like, that's bullshit or whatever. He immediately calls it out. <laughs> um, but you think that they're like front loading that comment because it's going to mean something later. Fucking surprise twist. It means nothing later. He never says it again.
1: Yeah. I thought he was like going to say it to her like on the eve of the wedding or something like that. And that'd then, be the trigger. Yeah, yeah, of course
0: it's not. It means nothing. They move on. Lots so, of
1: different setups in this movie that don't that don't pay off.
0: Now we get to the first Basketball with the Boys. Woo, Basketball with the Boys. Basketball with the Boys. Patrick Dempsey, man, he's one of the boys. Which, again, (laughs) another thing Patrick Dempsey just can't sell for me. He can't sell that he's, like, just hanging with the boys. He's
1: he's hanging with the boys at the Y. What do you want? Hanging with the boys. We're just playing a little ball. A little b-ball, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. He can't sell it to me. Because, like, so many parts of this movie have him, like, you know, talking shit with the boys or whatever. But then he's in, like, his little... V collar sweater and like button up shirt, like his, whatever his like polo bund all the is way big up. Big
1: time, big, big league Manhattan life, Chris. Okay, we don't understand this. Everyone's a millionaire, and everybody also plays ball with the boys at the Y. Ball with the boys, ball with uh, the boys at the Y.
0: Balls with the boys of the Y. So this is the first ball with the boys of the Y. They establish a little bit like, hey, man, we're your support crew. We all have a different (laughs) outlook and opinion on relationships.
1: I'm dribble a little bit. I'm going to pass the ball to the next guy that's going to talk.
0: Hey, man, I believe in monogamy. Oh, you're such a loser. I believe in sleeping around. We're both technically not right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they do establish the the comic relief nerdy guy who they ridicule because he's he obviously has some type of social disorder, and just wants to just wants to have friends, and they make fun of him repeatedly throughout the movie, to no payoff. He never yeah, they, shows up again.
0: They mock him, they tear him down for no apparent reason. Michelle Monahan leaves the Scotland. Now this is the sad montage you were talking about before. Patrick Dempsey, he just can't connect with these women intellectually or emotionally. They mean nothing to him.
1: Mm -hmm. And then Um, he realized Michelle means everything to him. By the way, guys, we're just going to call them McDreamy and Michelle. Like, character names have no place here.
0: Yeah, no, they throw those (laughs) names out. Unless their name is interesting. His name is Tom. That's that's not good enough. So he has his montage, which, by the way, side note, like – you, you can't force, an um, like, an emotional connection on a first date. He's, like, trying to whip out all these games that he played with Michelle Monaghan that he took, like, 10 years to develop. <laughs> In the course of, like, an hour with these women, it's like, fuck you, man. Like, give them a
1: chance. <laughs> like- yeah, it's like your relationship with them is going to be different from the one you have with Michelle Monaghan. But, to his credit, maybe through that he realizes that's just exactly what he wants, though, is that relationship that he already has. So.
0: Which is good, which is good. It's like if you got out of a relationship that lasted you like five or six years, and then you like run on a first date, and you like stumbled over words together, like she slightly interrupted you, and you slightly interrupted her, and then you like took a pause and was like, this will never work. (laughs) And then you just like leave. You're not my ex. You're not my ex. I have no no history with you. (laughs) All right, so sad montage. He's back to basketball with the boys of the Y part two. Mm -hmm. He's now, they're passing the ball around. He's like... He's having a bad game. Something's He's having off. A bad game.
1: Something. They they tell you, McDreamy. What's wrong with you today? He's like, I don't know. Something's off. Something's off. I think I'm in love with
0: Michelle Monaghan. And they all look at him like, "Uh oh, we called this." If I'm playing like some like a game with my friends and he's like having an off day, if he just like stopped in the middle of the game, and was just like, "I think I'm in love with my best friend," I'd be like, "Save it for after the game, all right, Jesus." <laughs> like, we reserved this court. Like it's we only have it for an hour. <laughs>
1: it's a big city. It's a and there's only so many whys in our neighborhood. So, uh,
0: the six weeks pass. Michelle Monahan's like, I'm back in New York. we got to meet. This is where the movie takes its turn.
1: Yes, and he establishes, like, as soon as she gets back, I'm going to tell her that I want to be with her. He's going to grow up. He's going to grow up emotionally. He's ready to do this. To his credit, you know? He's like, because if everything had went smoothly, the movie would have just ended right there, and he would have been great because he's ready to make that commitment.
0: Exactly. And he goes to the restaurant, gets some flowers, Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, sees- he knows the
1: flowers guy flower guy too, because he's always buying fucking flowers for fucking all the, all of his ladies, by the way. He walks mm-hmm. up to the flower guy and he's like, hey, how's it going? And then they exchange like some cash, presumably, and then he gets the good bouquet, I believe. Oh
0: yeah. He always overpays, never asks for change. I that's just a thing that I had. A lot can of cash in.
1: handling in this movie, yeah. A
0: lot of cash. He doesn't want to be tracked.
1: <laughs> Sitting off the grid as this unknown billionaire of coffee cozies. He
0: goes to meet her at the restaurant, and he she goes over to like say hi to him, and she grabs a guy, and it's this tall, I guess, handsome Scottish <laughs> man, maybe
1: handsome, not maybe uh, handsome. Really, I, I I will say him not as handsome as Mick Dreamy is what I will say personally.
0: Sure, yeah, you know, I I'm, I'm sorry I'm shooting on these guys. To me, it's like <laughs> Michelle Monaghan is just this angel on earth, and I'm just like, no, she deserves to be with Russ Cole from True Detective. <laughs> <laughs> That's my canon.
1: That's my canon. And she moves from from New York to Anywhere Town, Louisiana, or yeah. wherever the fuck they are in True Detective. And then she
0: she she marries uh, she marries Woody Harrelson, <laughs> and then Matthew McConaughey. After things don't work out in the wedding planner, he becomes a detective
1: in the nineties. In the nineties, <laughs> <90s. Like, laughs> Go we go back? He moves to the nineties in the South. Yeah,
0: he meets this guy. He's like the you know this dreamy love of her life. She asks him, will you be my maid of honor? Now, oh. a couple of things here I just want to say at, like, top. It's totally cool that she's, like, we're best friends. I would expect to be your best man. Can you be my maid of honor? Does she have to refer to him as the maid of honor? Because she, I feel like at this moment, she completely throws him under the bus from now on. Where, like, she never talks to anybody and being like, hey, look, he's my best friend. That's why he's the maid of honor. Like, give him a break. She, like, calls him the maid of honor and then refuses to, like, prep anybody on it. <laughs> every time they, every time anybody meets him, she's like, "This is my maid of honor." They're always
1: like, huh? "It's a surprise." What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but he's a man. <laughs> well, l- well, listen, Chris. As as they establish, like, it's this is a very shotgun wedding. You know, they they don't want time for for establishing the gender norms of this role and who it was assigned to. They gotta get going.
0: In fact, she can't even tell people, "Hey, this is just like my best friend <laughs> for ten years." She can't even let them know. She just immediately is just like, "Yes, yeah, my maid of honor. Go ahead and make fun of him." And so <laughs> Patrick
1: want. Dempsey he takes this, you know, understandably horribly. He knocks out a waiter, the same waiter tw- twice, because he's freaking out. It's like, "Oh no!" And he accepts, but may I just say, right from the get-go, he obviously he needs to tell her how he feels immediately. He does not, and so that way we have a movie, but. Um, the fact that a person is willing to immediately get engaged to someone that they have just met over the course of four weeks after leaving the country and coming back, to me, that's a red flag. Many red flags, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact.
0: A lot of red flags. She's pushing 30, though, Josh. Like, she's, she's pushing, pushing 30. 30. That's yeah.
1: right. And if you're not married by the time you're 30, you're just going to marry anyone, evidently. But exactly. like. In this scenario, I would have taken this almost as like a sign if, if I was McDreamy, because like, hey, she has been in love with you for ten years probably, and the reason why she's doing this now is, isn't necessarily to make you jealous, but because like, hey, this is the best option. But you should say something now, McDreamy. You should say something now, but that doesn't happen. And of course not. Movie. Yeah.
0: No. Instead, he's like, look, this is my way. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the maid of honor, and then I'm gonna like slowly wear her down, or like learn about this Colin guy and which is his name i can't remember the his actor's name is name. colin i'm pretty sure yeah yeah yeah, but i can't remember what the which actor's which name which makes
1: but. no sense be, for a couple of things it would make sense if like he did not know her like if like somehow he's the maid of honor to someone that he doesn't know and then he gets to know her and then stops the wedding he literally knows her for 10 years <laughs> that you don't need to like somehow convince her to stop the wedding by doing a good job as your maid of honor you know what i mean their yeah. pre-established relationship should be at this point where you could do this.
0: Also, what are you gonna learn about him that's gonna like tear unless he like unless it's something really horrific, you're not gonna learn anything about him by being her maid of honor and be like, I'm gonna learn his weaknesses. <laughs> but he so him and the, him and the boys, they all agree this is the best strategy. Yeah, take it down is. from the inside. Is, take is him down the from term. the inside. Yeah. She goes, Hey, look, uh, Colin's family's coming into town when we're really busy planning things. Would you mind uh, just hanging out with him for the day? And he's like, yeah, I have the perfect activity. Which leads us to Basketball with the Boys Part 3 at uh, the Y yeah. featuring Colin. So, Basketball with the Boys again. <laughs> they go and they're like, look, it's like, look, I'm going to establish dominance on this guy by owning him on this basketball court.
1: What what the fuck does that mean? Like, how is that going to stop the wedding at all? Like, he, te- he treats this as like an opportunity to, in part, stop the wedding by beating him at basketball. In You're fact, not- he says... <laughs>
0: I'm going to learn, I'm gonna learn this guy's weaknesses during this basketball game. And I'll be able to take him down.
1: <laughs> during this b-ball game where all truths are revealed often. Yeah.
0: Two things about this. He's Scottish. He's not like completely disconnected from the world. He's like, basketball? W- what is this crazy w- sport, w- you wha? Americans? Huh? He's like, oh, we call this netball back in my country, and it's a woman's <laughs> sport. It's like, fuck you, man. You know what basketball is. <laughs> And then the other thing he says is, well, uh, when they're playing, he like they don't explain the rules to him. He has no idea what he's doing. They just like, immediately go into a game. And Patrick Dempsey, they like score some points. And Patrick Dempsey's like, I did learn something about this guy. He's a total chump. Like it's what like, the you're fuck? Beating, he doesn't
1: even know the game. Yeah, you're
0: beating him at a sport you refuse to explain to him. He just has no <laughs> idea. but jokes on Patrick Dempsey because it turns out the Scottish guy who there's no way he's more than six feet tall can dunk. <laughs> like like, that, like that's a secret
1: move too. Like no no one can dunk.
0: Well, none of those guys can dunk. I don't think Patrick Dempsey's like w- like my height. I think is there and anyone
1: taller than Colin in this scene? I'm gonna guess that there is, but for no, some reason,
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think Colin's like big and imposing. Like he's strong and tall, but he's like kind of a heavier dude. Like he's he's like kind of built mm-hmm. and. He there's no way Patrick Dempsey's like 5'10", and there's no way Colin is more than two or three inches taller than him. That's tough. Like, being six foot, being built like him, and dunking is a pretty like that's pretty an tall insane <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> oh, oh god so he he wrecks down the basketball court because he starts dunking on him like constantly Which, by the
1: way that wouldn't solve his issue of not being good at basketball though because evidently they could as they pre-established they can steal the ball right from right from under him they can keep it right. away from him he doesn't know how to pass just because you can dunk doesn't mean you're gonna get crazy crazy uh hoops but yeah, yeah. I don't think
0: I don't think any of them are actually good at basketball though. So I think that once <laughs> one of them can dunk, it's just kind of over. They're like, oh great. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> None of us have great shots anyway. So uh he but it, he actually has fun with them. Colin seems like a nice guy. He's like, oh, you know, he he plays uh he, he plays along and has a good game. Then they go to the locker room and take a shower, and Oh man. My boy Colin, rocking a hog. They walk in on
1: the shower and he's like, oh my god. Like all eight guys, including the the nerdy guy who's comic relief, they're just looking at his dick, and it's it's the biggest thing one that they've ever seen. And apparently they've seen a lot because they're just te- checking everybody's dick in the at the Y shower. Apparently.
0: Oh yeah, and the thing is, Colin's, like soaping up in the shower, and they all just, they literally all stand and stare in like amazement,
1: smiling and like having a good time.
0: And Colin's, yeah, Colin's having a good time while having them watch him. He's like, hey, you guys want to get in and shower too? Get in on this. And, and, you know, to all the guys' credit, it's not like Patrick Dempsey sees that and, like, freaks out. He just sees that and goes, well, good for him. <laughs> like <laughs> The whole vibe of that scene is everyone just being like, wow, good for him. And no wonder <laughs> she's so into him. He's rocking a hog. There you go. After that, uh, we at this point, we've already had the first uh, Bridesmaids meeting. Yes, the and- characters
1: of the Bridesmaids come, uh, including uh, a Miss Busy Phillips, as well as two other actors who we will never see in another film.
0: Yeah, yeah, who knows what, like...
1: And I thought I, yeah. they were going to be, like, a bigger, like, character force. And, like, I, with them and the and the boys, it ju- there was just not enough room for both of them, unfortunately.
0: No, I think they just tried to fit so much into the movie that it didn't really... Uh, it just didn't really... Like, there. there's simultaneously so much going on and not, not enough going on at the same time.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful collage of chaos made of honor, yeah.
0: Uh, so we establish that one of the maids, or, uh bridesmaids, hates him because they have like a thing, and mm. uh, she hates him for it for whatever reason. One of them loves him, and one of them doesn't know him. It's the the three uh, monkey situation. <laughs> <laughs> After that, they do like a couple of little like I guess maid of honor things where they meet who the priest is going to be. Really, that should be the bride and the groom meeting the priest, but Patrick Dempsey goes along instead just to sort of prove it. Like you don't really know anything about this guy,
1: which and she doesn't at all. I mean, Jesus no.
0: Christ she doesn't so she he like uses that as a good opportunity for that then it's poker night with the boys poker the boys come over for poker night but and then like, wait. it's not poker night with the boys though cuz what what happens
1: well apparently he needs to get these gift baskets ready for the shower tomorrow and then one of the boys uh, I forget his name. He's he's in that like, Mindy colleague, the colleague show. I forget. I forget what it's called. He's like the lawyer boy, the lawyer boy. um, He is not having this bullshit. The other boys are down to help with this uh fucking basket making extravaganza and they get into it. They, they do. Fucking, yeah. I, I like, like
0: them. They're cool. They're yeah, like, I'd have we're a gonna good put time our doing that. Yeah, it would be fun. And, but one of the guys, uh, one of the boys is like, no, this is like woman shit. I'm going go to go uh, see some strippers and eat some meat.
1: Yeah, and like before that, he's like ridiculing them while they're putting together the baskets as he's like fucking looking at DVDs or something like that. Like, I'm doing a man <laughs> thing. I'm looking at DVDs.
0: I don't remember what the DVD is. I'm, I'm sure I'll look it up later. I, I enhanced, yeah. It
1: looked like a porn. I enhanced on it a little bit. It looked like some type of a fucking black, uh, black label <laughs> porn. And um for some reason, he's like, oh, you guys are lame. And he turns up his New York accent in the, in this scene. Like, he turns it up just a little bit. Like, hey, why don't you call me when you find your balls? I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Come on, relax.
0: Uh, so he takes off. They they hang out. They help him finish all the baskets, which looks like it takes a ton of work. The very next day is the wedding shower. And it looks like he's doing a fantastic job. Like, the wedding shower must have cost a ton of money, ton of planning. He's um, rich, yes. He's rich, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, that's half of this movie is just like, aren't these guys impressive because of how much money they have? <laughs> like, that's half <laughs> of like half of Colin's vibe is like he's like a nice guy or whatever, but everyone finds him really romantic and impressive because he's like a billionaire. It also like, doesn't
1: uh, make sense because like uh, McDreamy is upset that how how rich and amazing Colin is. He's also if equally if not more rich. I mean, I guess Colin is of like some royal descent, some royal Scottish descent, but like. Who cares?
0: Mick Dreamy is a self made man. Colin is just <laughs> inheriting the money from his family's business. Disgusting. Like that's it. Like, stun deal. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry, man. He invented some shit with his hands. You're just Drone like. two hands. Yeah, anyway. But. So, Poker Night with the boys turns into baskets with the boys and not the basketball not, not
1: baskets. Not the balls. B- not baskets with the balls.
0: The wedding shower happens. It looks like it's going okay. He's kind of like. Doing a couple immature things where he's playing like terrible Scottish music and he served her like haggis, which she hated.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, this is your future in Scotland. Like, I mean, it whatever. Is. Shoot. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe that, that kind of stuff was shitty, but it wasn't like ruining the day. He, she literally says this is incredible at the beginning. So he does like a couple of weird things, but it's no big deal. Busy Phillips sets him up to fail because she says like, oh, she loved this entertainer last time. Turns out to be like a sex toy entertainer.
1: Which would be entertaining. Michelle Monaghan is a prude. Uh,
0: yeah totally where I was like it's not she, she's not so out of left field she's like there's some sex toys or whatever and like even the old woman which is like the joke is that like oh old woman into sex toys ha ha ha, ha. she doesn't oh. like she doesn't understand what anal beads are or I think those are vaginal beads it doesn't really matter but uh, <laughs> she beads doesn't understand for, beads for multiple uses you can mix and match like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know say that you can't mix and match those
1: have a good time have a good time.
0: Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Jesus, you have one life. And <laughs> uh, Michelle Monahan's just like, "You know how important this day is to me and you're ruining it." I'm like, "Holy shit, man. This guy probably dropped like $10,000 on this." <laughs> on this wedding like shower and you're or you just because of one thing that somebody clearly set him up to fail. She's like, "I don't believe you. You know, you're always blaming other people. This is literally busy Phillips's fault."
1: She literally gave me a card that just said the name of a person and I called him up and said to come here. Now, I mean he should have looked into it a little bit more, but still.
0: Uh, but the thing is, I don't know if he sh- Maybe he did look into it and was like, well, she liked it last time. Maybe this is a thing. Like, he's un he does- he's unaware of what goes on at wedding showers. He doesn't know. So, he's like, maybe this is, uh, at this wedding shower, there's nothing but women here. So, he's like, maybe this is a thing. Like, who yeah, knows? I don't know. Absolutely. It's not and so crazy.
1: Yeah. And, like, if she- if he was worried about it, why wouldn't he just tell her? I guess it was, it was a surprise, maybe. I'm not sure. Anywho, uh, Michelle Monaghan okay. is universally in the wrong. We agree. Yeah, universally in the wrong. But here, let's talk about this really
0: quickly here because wedding showers. Are wedding showers specifically for the wedding party or specifically for the the bridal party or,
1: you know, is it like a gendered thing? I didn't think so, but. I'm so confused by it because the term shower in terms of, you know, pre-something celebrations where you get gifts, I would assume I only ever thought about baby showers technically. Um, But wedding showers, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because like you get wedding gifts at the wedding is the thing, right? That's the registry. That's the gift part.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the registry for that. It's It's one of those situations, too, where it's supposed to be kind of goofy and a little bit off. I, I don't know. If you went to a wedding shower and there was that like a woman selling sex toys like that. Like it's like this big thing. You wouldn't think that was that crazy. Would you?
1: No, of course not. Yeah. I mean, Hey, this 2020 baby. We're, we're a lot more lax, I guess, than, than those 2008ers back. 2008. Then. Those two, those 2000 haters to be more specific. Right. Um, I mean, this
0: was seven years after nine 11. That's important. Keep to this keep in mind. mind.
1: Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
0: all right. I feel like we're, we're falling a little bit behind here. Uh, so let's, uh, I feel like we have like a, a set time for this, but, uh, Let's, there's so much going on in this movie. It's hard not to like get caught up in the weeds. Uh, so she is upset about this wedding uh, shower mm-hmm. and next day it's brunch with the boys, brunch, brunch with, the boys. with the boys. And which is so funny. Cause that guy who showed up, he's like, I'm not gonna make baskets with you. He like shows him. He's like, yeah, I'm down to do brunch with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> He completely changes his tune, I guess They have or, like you know?
1: beautiful fruit and coffee and orange juice at the table. Yeah, he's croissants. like pouring a glass
0: of fresh squeezed orange juice for his buddy, Patrick Dempsey. And he's just like, "Hey, man, it's ok. I'm sorry that didn't go well last night. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. i didn't I uh, didn't help you with the boys and the and the baskets,
0: yeah. And so they they all double down and they're like, look, we're gonna make you the best maid of honor ever. I didn't think he was doing that shitty of a job before, but they're like, no, that was crap. You sucked back then. Now you're gonna be a machine, and we're gonna get you. We're gonna
1: get you to steal the bride, which is like their new mantra now. Which again, the goal of making the fucking wedding happen plus making the wedding not happen. What what is up with that? What, what is up with? That? I this is to this be is a the thing. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Say, this is the thing about this movie that I want to ask you. So, if you were going to stop a wedding, you would try to stop it way before it actually happens. I would have right? tried
1: to stop it that fucking night. I would have been like, "Hey, Michelle Monaghan, can I talk to you over here at this other part of the restaurant?" Actually, drop the bomb. <laughs> hey, I love you. Evidently, he could do it. He could have done it back then because of where he does it at the end of this movie. We, you know, we'll get there when we get there. And it probably would have worked just as well back then, I guess. I mean, like, the only reason why you would do this, like, whole uh, Rick and morale about being a great mate of honor is to show that, like, I don't know that you're committed to her, but, like, he has 10 years of best friendship to prove that up to this point. And, like, the only thing that was missing, evidently, is his ability to admit how he feels. And that's it. And she already knows that he's an amazing guy who's willing to do anything for her. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm she, just not as romantic as I thought I was, Chris.
0: Well, she acts like he's, like, super immature. Like, that's the one thing we need for music maturity. The only thing he acts immature about is relationships. So if he literally turned and was like, look, I want to be with you for the rest of my life,
1: that but would be it. enough
0: of a, like, mature turning point because that's all she thinks that he needs to change.
1: And really it um, is, too, because, like, other than that, he's, you know, emotionally honest, except with himself. Right. Um to on so now topic, Yeah.
0: He he has this moment with the moment with the boys where they sit down, they learn all the things he needs to learn to be a good maid of honor. There's a montage. There's a maid there's, of honor learning montage. There's a learning montage. He reads these magazines, he watches D V D, whatever. The boys quiz him. The boys quiz him <laughs> quizzes with the boys.
1: Quizzes with the boys at the while playing basketball at the Y. They do. They like pass the basketball like, what's the hem length of the of the wedding dress? What's the typical blah blah blah? He's like, yeah. he, fucking drilling him. He, he's doing drills. What
0: do you do with the receiving line? Trick question. There's never gonna <laughs> be a receiving line because we're gonna steal the bride. everyone at the Y is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys come in here. You guys reserved it for half
1: an hour. You've been here for three Either use the court or don't. <laughs> You've just been passing the ball either. You haven't actually been fucking shooting hoops.
0: <laughs> you Also, FYI, guys, you get half the court. The other half is reserved. <laughs> they quiz him. Then he goes to like pick out the, like the china and the lingerie for the night. Yes. And when picking out the china, he gives her kind of a lowdown. And like, how do you pair china? What's important? What's not important? And he like, juggles the plates in front of her while he's explaining. Which is
1: really him, by the way. I did some research. Mick Dreamy, as a a young teen, was a runner-up in a global, like, teenage juggling competition. He knows how to juggle.
0: Which is, again, fantastic. But what's so funny is that she uses that as a moment to be like, wow, he's so mature. (laughs) (laughs) He's really grown up over the last 24 hours.
1: The juggling really proved it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, the juggling did it. it? She literally attributes it to the juggling, too. So now she says to him, Look, I'm going to Scotland for the wedding, and I'm never coming back.
1: Oh, my God. She she works at the fucking Met, Chris. She is literally throwing away her entire career and life at, at a prestigious, globally known museum to be with a dude that she met on horseback in Scotland five weeks ago.
0: Terrible, terrible decision. But, you know, I'm not going to pass that much judgment on her because it's like maybe she, like, hated her job. I mean, Patrick Dempsey never bothered <laughs> to ask.
1: <laughs> we don't know these facts. The script didn't let facts. us know.
0: He has a moment where he talks with his dad before he decides to go to Scotland, obviously, for the wedding and everything. Mm-hmm. And his dad uh, says pussy a ton of times in this
1: scene. Multiple times.
0: Multiple, like He says it like 10 times, and it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says it
1: in, in in the context of people being cowards. He's not talking about the pussy, as you would call it, yes. Yes, you're right. Sorry, that's an important <laughs> distinction. Just out of nowhere, he starts talking about <laughs> pussy.
0: Yeah, no, he's, he's he's referring to people being cowards and using that. It's just weird to hear him say it so much because it's like, why are you guys like loading all of that up into one scene? His dad never talked like that before. Like... <laughs> anyway, uh, they go to the airport. Then it's airport with the boys. Airport they drop with him the off at the Y. <laughs> airport with the boys at the Y. They drop him off at the airport together. They give him a little pep talk and then they all chant, steal the bride. <laughs>
1: and then a cop rolls up and is like, you guys can't park here.
0: Yeah, they're like, hey, this is a loading and unloading zone only. He's like, oh, uh, really sorry, are we actually unloading? It's like, yeah, you only have like a couple of minutes. Really? Because it seemed unload. like
1: you were chanting Steal the Bride about for five minutes straight here at the loading zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you. I think you got to go. And he's like, oh, sorry, okay. Uh, so oh. they leave, uh, or he leaves the, uh, to Scotland. They all go together. They get picked up. They get brought to this like summer home castle that they have. They're all a bunch of rich people. Yes. Again, he's impressive because he's rich. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's That's basically it. Now, here's something that's kind of interesting. Destination weddings. I've never really done a destination wedding. I think I have been – there have been destination weddings near me by default, so it's not really a destination for me. Right. Um. So I can just, like, go. Because, you know, I live in Los Angeles, so a lot of people come to this nearby area. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a crazy destination wedding, which would be very cool Like, go to another country.
1: Yeah. Very short notice, though, for, for that level of destination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Short notice, but everyone's rich in this movie, so Ugh, you don't even have to right. think about the, the I, money. How
1: dare I even think think that? Yeah. yeah Convenience don't even, is even think about everywhere. it. everywhere.
0: Exactly. They established that they're going to be doing a few things here, right? So there's the rehearsal dinner, which is important. Always. Uh, important. There's the Highland Games, which I guess is a Scottish tradition. Oh, God. <laughs> which is uh, g- great to get into. These are all like pre-wedding uh, events to do. He also takes a call with the boys. <laughs> well, a call a boy. with the boys at the Y. With the boys at the Y. He uh, takes a call to get a prep here. But let's go. So the rehearsal dinner, it's established a couple of things here. It's established that like, they're not really on the same page as each other on a lot of things. Like he hunts, and apparently she's really against hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks it's disgusting. She's like cool with eating animals, but she's like, you
1: hunt? He killed everything that they got served.
0: Yeah, which she's, like, uncomfortable with. But it's weird because th- she's not, like, you think they would make her a vegetarian or something or a vegan if mm-hmm. she was going to have an issue with that? It's weird that she has an issue specifically with that he hunted.
1: Yes. I mean, they do pre-establish that at a, like, thrift store early on in the movie that she goes to with McDreamy where she asks, is this real alligator? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, how dare you? Um, but she still eats meat It's not like that. That's not like unusual or like. Wait, Does she eat meat though? Because she doesn't eat the haggis You know what I mean?
0: No, she finds the haggis disgusting um, And kind of like spits it out But I think that's supposed to be like Oh, haggis is so gross But she eats the food that the guy hunted And then she gets weird after she goes Yes, he actually hunted it I have the video right here Then she gets all grossed out by it Like was she unaware that she was eating meat?
1: Listen, the practice of eating meat in, you know american culture it's very complicated morally <laughs> you know how we feel about it how we don't feel about it i'll give michelle mahanahan Mah- Mahonahan, uh, an and out here um but ultimately yeah how did you not know your husband-to-be is an avid hunter Like, he apparently he, hunt, he hunts a lot like just and this this goes along with the five-week thing like what are you doing michelle what are you doing? Yeah,
0: you don't know anything about this guy. You don't know anything about this guy, Michelle.
1: And so, what happens with the cake, Chris? Immediately after that.
0: Well, here's it. Here, a few things pay off right away. Baby alligator purse, established at the top. Colin shooting uh, all the food for dinner. All right, that pays off right boom, away. Boom! Boom! Uh, cake from the beginning where she likes to, yeah, I'm, i like to sneak a bite of yours because you got chocolate and you can sneak a bite of mine. Colin, not down for that. He's like, if you want some of this, we'll put it on the little plate between he us. He says
1: <laughs> you don't do that. That's what he says. He's like, no, 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 you don't do that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which is like to, to establish like, oh, we're not on the same page there either. But frankly, that's like kind of a small indiscretion. Like if your partner didn't like you just eating off their plate, like I don't know. That's not a make it or break it for me, but I guess it adds to the, to mm-hmm. the pile Double of things. Double
1: whammy, combo wombo.
0: Yeah, and then also Colin plays the bagpipes and he practices every night. <laughs>
1: I feel like she would have like, noticed this by now, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah mean, literally like, every night.
0: Yeah, every night. He never misses it. And she's like, well, he's missed it a few times with me.
1: <laughs> like, it was coitus bagpiping. Apparently, she just didn't notice.
0: Yeah, some people light up a cigarette. Some people fall asleep. Colin plays the bagpipes.
1: I, I did I I thought actually that scene was going to go in reverse. I thought it was going to be like, "Oh, fuck, sexy." Yeah, he's playing the bagpipes. But then they went the other way. They're like, "Oh, the bagpipes are gross actually."
0: Ill. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> uh every everyone her mom included, they're all just like, "Oh, weird. Bagpipes? <laughs> disgusting."
1: Oh, it's almost like they're a different culture or something.
0: But that by that point of the rehearsal dinner though, it is just
1: Colin sucks. Now, rehearsal dinners big deal for weddings, obviously. I don't I don't get it. I honestly don't understand like is is it a dinner where you talk about what's going to happen or is the dinner itself like a rehearsal of the dinner that will happen like what's the deal
0: it's a rehearsal the whole evening is a rehearsal of what the events of the wedding are going to be you just sort of run through it in a like a skeleton sort of style of like we're gonna you're gonna do this and this and this so everybody's on the same page about what's going to happen and then it's so just a way for everyone to have like a little bit more intimate of like You're getting married. We're celebrating you the night before. Some speeches are made. You know, a dad says something. And (laughs) and it's all kind of, it's all in preparation for the actual reception for the wedding. Um, But it's just another moment to celebrate, I guess. I've never done a a rehearsal dinner before. So I've never attended that. I have no idea Mm -hmm. what is good to do at a rehearsal dinner, what's bad to do. Patrick Dempsey doesn't do anything at the rehearsal dinner. McDreamy just sort of sits there sulking. (laughs) It's like, okay, cool. And they they basically only use the rehearsal dinner to establish that Colin kind of sucks and that they shouldn't be together.
1: Yes, and he he does try to. Uh, I love this this uh, we need to establish this what's it called? Um, fuck, what's what's the word? Not running gag, trope trope. True. We need to yeah. establish this trope of, that happens in these movies where the character wants to get a second alone with the other characters. Like, hey, can we go talk privately for a second? And it's virtually impossible. You can't yeah. do it. You can't no. just go to the other room for literally 30 seconds to say one important thing. No, you can't because you get inv- you get interrupted by bagpipes. You get interrupted by Busy Phillips. Like, it, by Busy Phillips.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, I am so slammed right now between the bagpipes and Busy Phillips. I have no spare time. <laughs> then they do like the Scottish bachelorette party. They go around town where, you know, you put like a little change in a, a bucket and you get to kiss uh, the bride-to-be. Some tradition, I guess and Patrick Dempsey throws a little change into the bucket and they just make out
1: like hardcore make hardcore. out like everybody should feel uncomfortable when that happened i'm like can you just do this in like a quiet corner of the bar but no it's i like
0: that it was in the middle of a packed oh, bar yeah
1: no, you liked them. i know you'd like that i
0: liked the it <laughs> i liked it i was like nice <laughs> and though i liked that the mom like i kind of laughed and the mom like choked on her drink a little bit when <gasps> she saw she was like Shit. Whoa. oh my god
1: by the way they could literally make up any you know quote unquote scottish tradition and we would be none the wiser
0: yeah you'd be like okay cool that makes sense to me (laughs) the highland
1: games half of these games aren't real this fucking weird shit with the salt in a bucket that's not real either sure oh we forgot i totally
0: forgot about the highland games we're gonna go back to that highland games okay so the, the whole point of the highland games is this is a tradition where uh you have to earn your right to marry the bride by winning the highland games it's a series of like strength, uh challenges mm-hmm. that you have to overcome. Think and... that opening
1: scene from Brave ought to be shooting from my own hand.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um Patrick Dempsey does a really great job, I guess, because it's like down between the maid of honor and the fiance, which is like, again, if you're at that wedding, if you're a guest at this wedding and you saw that the maid of honor, who is a man at this wedding, the best friend of 10 years of the uh, bride, Mm -hmm. you saw him working this hard to win. Would you be a little bit like, wait, 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 what's going on?
1: Yeah, you're supposed to to throw throw the match in the third round, but you are.
0: Through the match or you're supposed to be doing it for fun. It's like, look, he looks like he's really trying to win as if he's going to get her hand in marriage if he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what happens if he did win? Like he like nailed that uh, log, log toss or whatever.
1: That they conveniently put expensive cars behind the log tossers to smash the cars.
0: Irresponsible. Whoever planned the wedding planner or the Highland Games planner. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Irresponsible. Highland, the
1: Highland Games planner. Yeah. The Scottish version of, of Jennifer Lopez over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. When the, So, McDreamy is trying to toss a log, and he fails, and then he, he doesn't win the Highland games. Colin does. But when he toss tries to toss a log, it falls backwards, and it hits a very, very, very expensive looking car. And I was like, oh, no. But then I was like, oh, wait. Everybody's a fucking billionaire. Nothing matters. <laughs> he could just... Yeah, I didn't feel that bad.
0: I was like, nobody got hurt? Fine.
1: <laughs> like, someone could have died. There could have been somebody's grandpa in that car, sitting down safely.
0: Also, I feel like more people should have been impressed with him. He came in second. He's never done any of these things before. He's not an
1: athletic person besides playing basketball, evidently.
0: Yeah, he's not. I mean, he doesn't look in particularly ripped or anything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's like throwing heavy-ass weights around. Colin has him
1: beat physically. We know this, both in terms of his dick size and his uh, strength.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Colin's used to throwing a log around. We know that about him. So for Patrick Dempsey to come in second was already impressive. People should have been patting him on the back. I feel like the (laughs) Scottish dudes at that event should have just been like, yeah, you're kind of one of us now, like – you're earning your stripes, but they don't give him that credit. They're like, no, fuck, not you at still. All. fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So he has this big kiss with Michelle Monahan. Later on that night, they miscommunication with busy Phillips where she has a very
1: miscommunication. Also, no communication whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Where she like is drunk and comes into his room. He's like not interested in her. And Busy Phillips apparently is strong as a goddamn ox. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very uncomfortable scene, does not belong in a modern movie <laughs> as, as a joke. <laughs> like, it's insane that it was played for laughs. Yes. She forces um,
1: himself on him. And then Michelle Monahan walks in because she's coming downstairs to maybe talk about that kiss, maybe express her feelings. Yeah, and classic. oh, no, Busy Phillips is there in lingerie on top of Patrick Dempsey. And he's like, no, no, no wait, And then she runs promptly runs back upstairs.
0: Yeah, Michelle Monaghan acts like she just has no idea anything about her like cousin, who's that's what Busy Phillips is. Her personality whatsoever. Mm-hmm. She like p- pretends like no way would Busy Phillips try to like sabotage you as the maid of honor this entire time. And you can
1: clearly hear McDreamy say, "No, no, 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 stop, stop!" As she stop, run- leave me alone. Get as out. As she's walking <laughs> up to see to see them through the door. Exactly.
0: I'm in love with Michelle Monaghan. Leave <laughs> me alone. Can I
1: say that again a little bit louder? I love Michelle Monaghan.
0: So they have they have a very another trope, which is like the conversation between the door, where he's like, "Why did you come down to my room? Like, why did you come down to my room? What did the kiss mean? All that kind of stuff." And they establish that like, "Oh, I, I, we're, I'm in love with you," and she's like, "Yeah, but you can't do this. Like, I'm a, literally about to get married," which is a good point, Michelle Monaghan. Fuck you, and McDreamy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, but she also says, "Just say that." She basically says, "Say that you love me," which he cannot because he is yeah, too scared. Which he can't
0: do. He says, I can't give you away. He, he leaves. The wedding happens. Uh, he's on his way out of Scotland, I guess.
1: Yes. But then <laughs> and... he sees a mystical dog. Yes. A magical dog. <laughs> the magical dog. <laughs> the mystical dog trope. So on his way to Scotland, he sees this dog on a boat and he's petting this dog and he's saying, I love you. I love you. Cause it's a very good pup. Good job, pup. You're, you are very lovable. And then as he's leaving the, a herd of sheep stops the car that, that he's being driven in. And this fucking dog appears on the side of the road for him to get out and pet and say, I love you again. And then he understands, I know what I have to do. And then he literally thanks the dog. like Thank you.
0: Thanks the dog. He goes to try to catch the ferry across to the church. The ferry's like, nope, it's that was the last one until the wedding uh, ends. So then a horse shows up and he gets onto the horse.
1: He barters and... his way onto the horse. He's like, I'm going to give you three cents for every coffee cozy sold worldwide. Which he didn't even
0: try to negotiate. I mean, yeah. in fact, frankly, like, there's no way that's legally binding.
1: It's a third of his <laughs> like fucking. It's not legally binding. It's in a foreign country. No litigation. Not even a handshake. Um, it's
0: more than a third. He only gets five cents a cup. No, he. <laughs> I, thought thought cu- he
1: said, I thought he said ten cents. A, uh, ten cents a cozy, actually. Was it ten cents? Ten cents seems really high. It doesn't really matter. But <laughs>
0: anyway, <laughs> he's offering him a mistake in the coffee collars, which of course, as a, a, a good old Scottish man, he's like. Hey, what the hell is a, a coffee <laughs> color? It's no idea.
1: Of course, um, they don't have coffee over there. As a matter of fact, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they they drink them out of cups. They don't have like disposable cups. They, they drink
1: them out of like you know horns, horn mugs, <laughs> steins, even.
0: So he rides the horse. He gets thrown off the horse
1: through the the uh, church doors. Yeah, promptly right on cue. If anyone should say why these two should not be married, etc., etc.
0: If anybody has a reason, these two should not be wed. Uh, which by the way, again, you're not, it's not just because you're in love with the bride. Like that's not a, re- <laughs> it's a legal thing. It's like, let's, legally let's it are tally. they not allowed?
1: Let's keep a tally. Yeah. So this has happened two for two. We're two for two right now. When people, two. when someone says, if anybody have a reason why these two should not be married and then someone interrupts, somebody says something.
0: Yeah. I object. It's like, no, legally, do you have a reason? If not, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong here. So he objects and. He objects
1: by he... Th- getting thrown off a horse into the church to which. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan then runs towards him to make sure he's okay and then hits him on the head harder.
0: Hits him on the head harder. And here's the thing. Is it possible that when he got thrown off that horse and through those doors that McDreamy actually died on impact? Yeah,
1: this in the is the fucking Minority <laughs> Report situation where it's like
0: this is Jacob's ladder I think is the Jacob's ladder where this is the what we're viewing after that moment is just the last like his brain dying and mm-hmm. we're just seeing this like hallucination to make him his passing easier
1: the movie does it. end with a fade to white so maybe yeah it doesn't I just edit through that thing re-edit the it movie. ends
0: like Greece where they're in the bed and the bed flies into the sky <laughs> so he uh, he went he gets the girl or whatever Colin takes it pretty well because he, you know, he's like I guess I've only known you for like two months I mean, as far <laughs> as
1: we know he's not a bad guy not a bad guy no he does assault Patrick Dempsey yes at the behest of his Gaelic speaking grandmother
0: yeah which uh during the whatever the rehearsal dinner she speaks Gaelic and she says uh are you gonna name him Athol Athol which is like a classic joke because it sounds like asshole and she says "Uh, you should name your baby Athol Athol Athol, and she says Athol a bunch. You're
1: you're telling me this? I did not pick up on that whatsoever. Oh, really? That was like Spaceballs. That's like a Spaceballs joke. I thought it was weird because, like, am I supposed to laugh at this name that I've never heard before? Like, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Cause yeah, she reacts all offended because she thought she got called an asshole. But it's no, it's cuz It sounds
0: like asshole. And she goes, "I'm an Athol. I come from a long line of Athols. Oh my Roll god, Athol's this movie here. is
1: so intelligent. You're right. How dare I? Yeah,
0: it's just like the the jokes in this movie I'm are not smart from enough. I just wasn't years smart ago. enough. Yeah, the the jokes are literally from Cornell, 1998.
1: <laughs> from Smash Mouth of the 90s. Exactly.
0: Then they also kiss in the church. By the way, in front of everybody. He, in front of everybody, which and if I was calling, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is this? When they
1: make out in front of the church, in front of everybody, the, everybody gets up, starts surrounding them, and then dudes close the fucking doors. And then McDreamy says, oh, no, or something like that. I'm like, are they going to have to fight their way out? Are they not They're going to kill him. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're not going to make it out to live happily ever after.
0: Yeah, they're going to kill him and drown her. That's what's going <laughs> to happen here. And uh, which, by the way, again, like in terms of what lessons are to be drawn from this movie, do not kiss the bride. Do not kiss the bride inside of the church, like right by the altar, like
1: that. Inappropriate. Inappropriate.
0: Even if you're taking her away, even if you've yeah, you have objected, objective and just, you're like, "We're we're going." I'm in love with you.
1: Not even speaking religiously, not even speaking culturally. It's just not done. You know, it's just not. It's not done.
0: done. It's shitty because like you just you just stole the bride from the groom. Like he had no idea that was going to happen, and you're going to make out with her right
1: in front of him. Conversations his his need to take place.
0: Yeah, you need to be like, look, we got to go. I'm in love with this guy. Colin would have taken it a lot better, I think, if he didn't just make out with his, like, fiance. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and Michelle Monaghan, fuck you. Like, this other guy had no idea <laughs> this was coming. He was so cool about it, too. He's like, this is your best friend, and you want him to be the maid of honor? Cool. He never said one shitty thing about him the entire
1: movie. That's right. And I thought there was going to be more payoff for Michelle Ma- Ma- uh, Mahanahan about, like
0: how she felt
1: yes McConaughey um about how she felt about Patrick Dempsey because they almost set it up with like that cell phone image that she, the cell phone wallpaper that she has of her and her best friend McDreamy I thought maybe that was gonna like show up again and then she's gonna really think about it or like she would reveal that like I'm only getting married to him because I can't get married to you but this is literally the first time that she's bas- basically talking to him about this besides the kiss and yeah, it's worth, uh, you know, canceling your whole wedding after, uh, over, I suppose, but would have been better to do that the day before.
0: Yeah. I I mean, or like at any point before <laughs> I, it, it's just insane. The amount of money is this family. I mean, I guess they're billionaires. Again, whatever. Yeah. I, don't care. I, I literally
1: had that thought again. I was like, Oh, well, what about the wedding? Oh yeah. Everybody's fucking rich. doesn't matter. Rich.
0: doesn't matter. Um, they can just drop all that cash, and I guess everybody can, like, give up their free time. It's no yeah. big deal. I mean, they probably had a good time. It looked like everyone was having fun.
1: I mean, it's, but, I would uh, talk about this wedding. I'd say that's a wedding worth going to. Shit, I've never seen that happen. Dude, I've flew in from a, a horse.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's. A, I almost thought the horse was going to bust through the doors. He's the horse is horse dead.
1: Back. The horse is dead on the other side of those doors.
0: Impaled. It got impaled. Uh, that guy's going to be super pissed when he's like, I lent you my horse, which for some reason was, like, had the saddle on ready to go. <laughs>
1: It's a black stallion. That was an expensive horse.
0: Smash cut to Smash Mouth. You know, smash cut <laughs> smash to
1: played at the wedding.
0: To the third wedding of the movie, McDreamy, Michelle Monaghan. They get together. They get married. Everyone's super happy. Even Busy Phillips, who you know was being a dick earlier, Presumably she's really happy.
1: She's the mo of, of that wedding. I, I believe she's the
0: mo of that wedding, and she's happy that she's getting married. She's not even upset. They don't even play it like that. So it's satisfying
1: good. to see our characters get our head from where they started. There's development. There's an
0: arc. It's beautiful. what
1: they call an arc?
0: And so that's basically, the movie ends with them getting into bed together and call back to the beginning of the movie where she calls him Bill and he calls her Monica, which is super weird and uncomfortable. Like, oh, you're, you're, the cutesy part of your relationship is this fucking hack joke. Okay, cool.
1: (laughs) This gross part of American politics. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess it's 2008, so it's, it's dated for 2008, but now in 2020, it's insanely dated. Yeah. But, and you know, just leave Monica alone. Leave, Monica
1: alone. <laughs> leave her alone. At the beginning of the movie, while he's wearing his Bill Clinton costume, he has a cigar that he's always sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> In reference oh. to the Monica Lewinsky scandal. If you know, you know.
0: If Uh, you know, you know. It's disgusting. And and I'm sorry that you have to. (laughs) So, again, what lessons are to be drawn from here? I guess if you are the maid of honor, you've got to be an all-star. You should also be rich, I think, if you're the maid of honor. Yes. Because you're going to be dropping a lot of money on somebody else's wedding.
1: I was just thinking just like on the maid of honor... Uh, like brunch that they had when they first met the bridesmaids. That was such an expensive lunch. I'm sure it's at a very fancy place, probably hundreds of dollars a plate be rich. So that way you can have all these fantastic dinners and appointments uh, all the time.
0: Yeah. Be rich. And then I guess I, again, these movies just lend themselves to this weird idea of like, Hey, if you're the groom be or the bride, be skeptical of your partner constantly. <laughs> Because, like, last time, she should have been more skeptical about what kind of relationship he was developing with the wedding planner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This time, this guy should have been way more skeptical about the maid of honor.
1: And it's a good it's a good question to ask, you know, to be honest, because, like, okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. You're getting married to this American woman that you've fallen in love with, and she loves you. Let's say that's real. Okay, great. There is a major person in her life who's been there for a long time. He's not bad looking. Chris thinks he's disgusting, but he's not bad looking. He's super <laughs> I don't
0: think he's <laughs> disgusting. But Patrick Dempsey, if you're listening to this, I- I'm sorry. I just think that appropriate uh, casting should be looked at more carefully. I'm sorry for Chris,
1: Patrick, for Pat. Anyway. Um, Pat, come on the pod. <laughs> come Pat, on the pod. Come on come the on pod. On, come on this pod, Pat. Please, come Pat, on the pod. Pat, come on this pod, please. You can pick the movie, Pat, come on the pod. Okay, so yeah, there's this guy, major guy in her life who definitely has feelings for her have a conversation with him just straight up be like you know what let's you and me have have a drink alone together at your expensive loft let's just air some stuff out just in case so yes be very skeptical of everyone involved
0: i that's that's the lesson these movies always want us to learn is be extra skeptical about your partner because like infidelity is like in ingrained it's guaranteed rom-coms and again, like if she was straight up honest with him and been like, "Hey, look, I actually did have feelings for him, but he's not the guy that I want to be with." Mm-hmm. I think Colin would have been way more like, "Okay, that, that makes more sense to me than that that he's just like your platonic best friend." because <laughs> <Like, laughs> clearly something's going on between the two. Like, it's not so clean cut.
1: Right, right. And on the flip, on the flip, if you are the maid of honor who uh, is trying to steal the bride, don't. <laughs> don't or, don't be the yeah. maid of honor. Just stop the the wedding immediately by telling them how you feel. Exactly. Don't be the maid of honor. Just stop the
0: wedding before, like stop <laughs> the wedding early days before, like in the planning process before they've even sent out the invitations. Save the dates are probably sent out at this point. There's nothing you can do, mm-hmm. but stop the wedding before the planning, before the actual invitations are sent.
1: I mean, listen, stop you might have a crazy adventure that'll be worth. Worth it to tell your friends one day. Like he probably got a book out of this, uh, Patrick Dempsey. But it's better. Don't even take the risk. Just stop the wedding.
0: I think for our wedding that we're going to be our wedding. Yeah. Your your, wedding, your, and your and my wedding. Yours
1: and mine.
0: Yours and mine. The wedding that we're going to. I. Th- this is not going to be an issue, obviously. Yes. Neither of us are the maid of honor. Yes, correct.
1: Well, I don't know. But what, uh, <laughs> Brittany, get at me.
0: <laughs> I don't think that lesson really applies to us as a wedding guest. Mm-hmm. I do think that. The thing that we can really apply to us is be down for whatever games they have. Like Patrick Dempsey threw himself headfirst into the Gaelic games. He seemed like he was down for it. Like that's a good thing. That's right.
1: And there is going to be a basketball with the boys at this
0: wedding as well. There will be basketball with the boys, won't there? Be (laughs) basketball with everyone.
1: Oh, maybe I should train. Maybe I should train. Maybe I should get really good at basketball. There you go. I think that's, that's uh, that's my lesson for this.
0: I, uh, yeah, I was practicing, uh, what, you know, when I could, I was practicing you know, my shooting skills and stuff like that. Really practicing my passing skills. I'm going to be all about the fundamentals for mm-hmm, this basketball mm-hmm. game. It's um, about that
1: triangle, that Bulls triangle. That's all I'm triangle.
0: You know, I'm going to feed, I'm going to feed the rock to whoever is the best shot, you know, get it out there. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy down to pass down for the fundamentals. And then if I need to get a layup in there, I'll get a layup in there. But
1: there you go. We, you know? I, I think another thing that we just need to do be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for any characters who think that they're a protagonist. That's going to stop this wedding.
0: Oh yeah, dude, that's a good point. Actually, we're, we we had to keep our eyes out for anybody who's going to try and pull a fast one. Because <laughs> before they even do, we're I'm gonna, we're going to pull them aside and we're going to mess them up. You know, we're going <laughs> to fuck this person. Yeah, up. Th-
1: that's that's what's been missing. No one has physically ended the protagonist or tried to seriously injure them. If we do that to this person, no no course, no further course for them. They'll be stopped in their tracks.
0: Yeah, could you imagine if somebody, like, he was about to bust down the church doors and the guy grabs him and throws him against the wall and goes, what
1: the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this isn't about you. This is not about you. Yes, if if Dempsey got hospitalized a week before the wedding, he would not have been able to do this.
0: Yeah. But even beyond that, if someone just gave him a stern talking to, which is like, what, you're going to make this day about you? It's not about you. Not everything's about you, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> Do you have anything else in your notes?
1: No, that's it. Just, just a lot of feelings that I'm going to have to rehash later. So
0: I, I got some journaling to do, you know, we never brought this up, but this mm-hmm. is probably my sixth or seventh, maybe even eighth time seeing this movie. <laughs> I've seen this movie way too many times. You, and you said it's
1: close to 10, like it's not 10, but it's close to 10.
0: It's getting, it's getting close to 10. I think I'm only a couple, maybe two or three away from 10, um, I don't it's conf, it's co- long and convoluted why I've seen this movie so many times but the long and short of it is not only have I seen it a ton of times but I've also seen it a ton of times in a row where, <laughs> <laughs> where I or I you know what I'll just say I was on a plane I was and, gonna say wait, was it
1: a plane movie because you have a couple of plane movies
0: yeah I do have a couple plane movies this is an old plane movie where I was on a plane and I No, this is not a stuber this is not a stuber situation <laughs> I was on a plane trip from the east coast to the uh, west coast coming back from my like college or something for like the summer. And I, I just noticed that it was on and I was like, I was going to fall asleep anyway. So I just tur- played uh, made of honor and then I ended up watching it. And then it just kept on auto playing the same movie. <laughs> so I watched it like three times or three or three and a half or four times or whatever on the way back on the plane. And then when I got, when I landed, I turned on the TV and one of those like high HBO channels, I was exhausted and I just turned on the TV and was eating something <laughs> And Maid of Honor was on. And you know how those channels sometimes will just do the movie multiple times in a row? Yeah, yeah. I just watched it like a couple more times after that. So I, I racked up quite a few times in a row. And uh, I don't know why I did that. And not. Made, I didn't like it. hmm But there we go.
1: Don't fuck with Chris. Don't fuck with Chris. He's seen Maid of Honor like four times in a row.
0: Would you recommend this movie to somebody?
1: uh definitely <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> definitely, i would too definitely i would
0: too i don't think it's good and but i think it's like the right kind of bad
1: yes 100 percent.
0: all right so i think that's it for this episode checking in here uh joshua are you married
1: not not yet but i feel so much closer
0: i'm not married either